Welcome to The Quickie, where in five minutes or less, Asher gives you a take on a trending sexual health topic. Today we're talking about World Sexual Health Day, which is officially September 4th, and Asher really recognizes World Sexual Health Month, so we're going to be doing things all throughout September. But World Sexual Health Day is organized by our pals at the World Association for Sexual Health, WAS, and the theme this year is around sexuality education for all, a bridge to sexual health. And I want to take a second to talk about sex ed. There's the traditional way of looking at it, what we get in the classroom when we're kids. And with that piece in mind, you know, it still amazes me that today, still, there is surprising uptake and funding for abstinence-only sex ed programs. And to be sure, there's nothing wrong with discussing abstinence within the context of sex ed uh, to empower young people, or really anybody, to feel okay if they choose not to have sex and, or to, if they choose to delay when they become sexually active. That's fine. The problem is the only piece of that where that's all you're talking about and you're completely omitting discussions around safer sex, uh, pregnancy prevention, and where to go for counseling and clinical help when it's needed. So ASHA has long advocated for what we call abstinence plus or comprehensive sexual education, where it's okay to talk about abstinence, but you're also talking about condom use and, and contraception and issues around consent and sexual assault and where to go for help if you need it. So we really think that's the way to go. And on our September landing page for World Sexual Health Month, as we call it, you'll see that we have resources for educators and parents and also for students. So if you're by chance not streaming this directly on the ASHA site, just visit us online, ashasexualhealth.org, and right on the homepage you'll see where we have a banner that'll take you to the September Sexual Health Month page and all of the uh, resources that we offer there. So there's another way, I think, to also look at sex ed uh, beyond what we learned in health class from the PE teacher, at least back when I had sex ed, it was, uh, they co-opted the, the uh, I think the basketball coach to come talk to the boys. Uh, but we also like to talk about sexual, sexual education across the lifespan, you know, and it makes sense because the kinds of questions we have and, and the things that we're doing and kind of where we are in life when we're in our 20s and 30s, it can be very different than where we are in our 50s and 60s and on through the golden years. So we think that it's an organic process that changes over time and we need different kinds of information depending on where we are. And with that in mind, we also have developed resources around sex after 50. That too is found on our September page. So we pretty well have the continuum covered, we feel like. So check us out, ashesexualhealth.org. And keep checking back with us throughout the month. This isn't a one-shot deal, folks. So we're going to be rolling out a lot of resources in the weeks to come, including additional episodes of the Quickie. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to focus on college, college campuses and sexual culture on campus and issues around sexual assault and consent and get the perspective of some young people. And I think that'll be a really interesting resource. So we encourage you to come back. Until then, thanks for stopping by.